Youth Voice. I love it. Speak up for change. Youth Voice. Youth Voice. Speak up for change. I could say it all day. Youth, Youth Voice. Speak up for change. Speak up for change. Youth Voice. I love it. It's great. I could say it all day. Welcome back to the Youth Voice Speak Up For Change podcast. This is episode seven, a Christmas special, and it's also our final podcast of the year. Hi, I'm Abby. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a youth ambassador for St. Basil's. Hi, my name's Ethan. My pronouns are they, them, and I am the new chair of the Youth Advisory Board. Hello, my name is Chloe. I go by she, her, and I'm vice chair. Hi, everyone. My name is Stephen. My pronouns are he, him, and I am co-opted board member for the main board of directors at St Basil's. Hi, my name is Joseph. My pronouns are they, them. I am a Youth Advice board member and I am working on the house rep redesign team. So happy December, everyone. Um, It has been a very, very short year. It's gone very fast, um, but we've also achieved a lot all individually as a group. So I thought it'd be quite nice if we went through and kind of just said our favourite memories from the last year. My favourite part of the year with Yab is um, the residential, like just being all together at the dinner table and having a laugh. Uh, I would also say the residential, but for me, I really enjoyed doing the kayaking. I haven't done that for a really long time, so it was really nice to be able to like go out on the water again. When we went to Coniston, just seeing everyone, especially like when we had like our dinner, that was lovely. And then obviously when we did the the dancing but yeah i loved every minute of that that was so hilarious i'm gonna be really boring and say the residential as well because it was a great time and it's honestly something i still think about to this day uh in fact i'm wearing uh, our special shirt today that we got from the residential because not only is it nice and comfy but it reminds me of the happy memories that we made on that trip I'm also going to be boring and say residential, although it wasn't boring. It was an amazing, amazing thing. Obviously, listen back to one of the podcasts we did on the residential and you'll hear all about the fun that we've had. The other one I think I'd say is seeing Taz win an award, Kev Hunter Impact Award. That was amazing and well-deserved. That was some of our favourite memories. My next question is, what are you looking forward to Christmas-wise? Um, so for me, I'm looking forward to our end of year meal at Toby Carvery and we're doing a secret Santa and stuff. So it'll just be nice for everyone to get together one last time for this year. I'm really looking forward to giving my secret Santa present because I feel like I've got a really easy person for me specifically, but I get along with this person quite well. So like I, I already know what I'm getting them. So I feel like I've got this in the bag and I can't wait to see the reaction to it. I'm going to be boring and say... The um, same as Abby uh, with the Toby Carvery. It would just be great more memories that we'll make all together. In terms of the Youth Advisory Board, the meal, and very much looking forward to seeing everybody. Um, in terms of St. Basil's, I'm very much interested to see how the, how the board goes about some of the stuff that's going to come later on. Can't really tell you much about it, but I'm very excited and I'm very hopeful for a lot of the stuff to come out next year so fingers crossed i'm gonna sound like a grinch i don't usually celebrate christmas <laughs> so to do things with you guys like you know the dinner and other stuff like that that to me is my way of celebrating that i won't put up a christmas tree this year I, I don't usually do it no i'm looking forward to spending christmas with you guys and i think that's that's only possible because it's 10,000 
I mean, there's not much left of the year, but yeah, the Christmas lunch is something I'm definitely looking forward to. Not only because I haven't had a good roast dinner in ages, but also because just getting to meet up with people. It's been a while since we've had the whole group together. Like we've had mini meetups and stuff here and there with projects and everything, but we haven't had the whole group together for a while. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Definitely. Thank you, everyone, for that. Obviously, as everyone knows, it's the St. Basil's podcast. So we're going to turn it slightly um, and talk about difficulties around Christmas for like homeless people. What are the challenges around Christmas time? I feel like definitely because there's like a big emphasis placed on like family um, around this time of year. But those of us that aren't that close with our families um, and being in like a homeless shelter, it just makes you feel a lot more lonelier than normal and like with the emphasis on family around this time of year like you're just kind of very hyper aware of being more alone than you used to be which I think is you know not that great for mental health really around this time of year. I agree with Ethan but there's also the stress as well for like buying people presents and stuff like that as well as having to keep the roof over your head because you don't want to go homeless again so there's that like stress just added on to everything being on your own sometimes it's a difficult thing thankfully a lot of uh, lodges are able to do um like meals for their residents but it it's just a rough time like even said when you're on your own or you're feeling sort of disconnected from your family it can be a rough time Definitely. And I also think that it's not um, it's not just the fact that it's Christmas time. It's also the pressure of it's the end of the year and people are like, well, did you achieve all um, your New Year's resolutions? It's a whole new year to new year, new me and stuff. And there's that expectations that as soon as it turns to the 1st of January, that you're a completely different person. And the reality is you're still in the same situation and it's kind of just a new day. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of pressure. So, my first random question on this very festive Christmas podcast is to sprout or not to sprout? That is the question. Are we talking about Brussels? Brussels sprouts, Christmas. No, sprouts. no, no. Not at all? Um, Because every Christmas, my mum used to make them and she would force me to eat them and I hate them. <laughs> I think that's a common theme. Everyone was forced to eat sprouts like they're good for you. Has anyone tried chocolate sprouts? No. Why really? I'm sorry, but that sprouts. sounds absolutely rancid. They are so good. I got pranked Abby. one time with them and they were actually really nice. And the prank failed because I was like, these are so good. Uh, are you sure that your tongue is working properly? I actually hate sprouts so much. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to eat them. When I was a kid, my parents used to like bribe me for every sprout that I ate. I would get a Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> Result? Abby? Sprouts are essential on a Christmas dinner. I 100% and... agree. Yeah, like sprouts cooked with bacon as well is like top tier. Chloe, to sprout or not to sprout, that is the question. Sprouts are vile. Couldn't oh. stand them. Big agree. Have you ever tasted a sprout? Yeah, they just taste like nothing. Don't like them. And Joe, to sprout. Like something you haven't. You said it tastes disgusting, but then says it doesn't taste of anything. It's the texture. It's really weird. 
That's I how it's cooked, Claire, because like a squashed Sprite, an yeah. overcooked Sprite is disgusting. But like a steamed yeah. Sprout that's a little bit like al dente is pretty delicious. But a, like um, a soggy, like no colour, washed out Sprout is... Boiled Sprout. Devil food. I can't lie. <laughs> oh, we had one year where every sprout we cut into, there was a bug inside. And, like, honestly, they've been ruined ever since. Gross. A Joe, to sprout or not to sprout? I hate sprouts. I despise them with a passion. I am with Ethan and Chloe 100% on this. No sprouts are my Christmas dinner. There's things that St. Basil's do to help people. So have any of you been in St. Basil's, like, last Christmas and stuff or previous Christmases and can say like the positives that they do to help her. Well I wasn't um in St Basil's last Christmas but I was the Christmas before and the one before that. There's the Christmas dinners that you do but there was also they tried to get everyone to like you know sit together and kind of like socialize for that meal rather than just kind of like grab a plate and go back to your room um which I think was good because I think otherwise people would have just like isolated or just gone down to get food and then gone back to their rooms. And it was nice just kind of like, you know, being able to hang out with people that you wouldn't normally hang out with and just like have a nice sit down meal together. I've been in St. Basil's for Christmas like last year and obviously this year too. And they've set up like a place for us to go for like a Christmas dinner and stuff like that. But they, well, what they'd done last year was give us like a little key ring with our names on it um alongside a card as well so we get a little gift off them for me with my experiences i've had two christmases with some with some bad sauce the projects i've been in have done their best to get together like a little some gifts for people like the first project i was in thankfully uh, i believe due to donations was able to put together like a little a whole bag of stuff for the residents uh the second project i was in we got donated like a 10 pound gift card plus some a box of chocolates and we were able to have um, a really nice like buffet meal on Boxing Day, which was really nice. And it was a nice way for everyone to sort of socialise a little bit, which is was good for that project because it, was, it wasn't really much social space in that project. So it was nice to actually get to socialise with people. As everyone else has said, like St Basil's do a lot. So I was in a project for Christmas for one of them and we had Christmas meals. Um, we baked some Christmas related stuff and then when I was in floating support as well I was allowed to go back to one of the lodges so I could join them for a Christmas meal which was really nice as well because obviously when you're in floating support you're in your own like own accommodation living alone which can make things even more isolating but they think about everyone and invite people back and yeah there's often donations and stuff so people get little presents and stuff which is also really nice because some of the time that's the only thing you do get over Christmas so it just makes you feel that warm feeling that everyone usually gets at Christmas that you get when you receive those. One of my best Christmases was working a 24-hour in a, a project from Christmas Eve to Boxing Day morning it was absolutely fantastic I had my girls singing dancing we had like classic dance tracks on whilst cooking dinner. It was just beautiful because I there was no pressure other than having those young people have a really good time. And I really enjoyed it. It was wicked. And I, I think members of staff that work in St Basil's, they make it as special as they can for their young people. So 
that's like that's a really good thing because there's lots of people out there that are not necessarily with their own families but they're creating lovely experiences for young people in St Basil's okie dokie then so my next um random thing is we're gonna uh, each if you're up for it and I'm sure Abby will be up for it you have to sing a line of a Christmas song and you have to guess what the Christmas song is whistle it or whatever just like some random bit of christmas music i can hum it yeah hum it's fine (laughs) (laughs) one more time please caller yeah i've got no clue Mm-hmm. Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, mm-hmm. how lovely are your branches. Mm-hmm. It's the I'm most no wonderful time of the year. Cool. Nice. Happy? <laughs> Walking in a winter wonderland. <laughs> yeah, yay! Okay. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Do it again. No. <laughs> Is it you better not? Something you know, it's not. Oh, I thought it was too. It's um, Christmas Without You by Ava Max. Oh, Oh, yeah, right. Shall I do mine? Yes, go for it. Excuse me. (laughs) The very next day, you you gave it away. This year to save me from tears, I give it to someone special. special. Merry Christmas, I ripped it up and sent it with a note saying I love you, I meant it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Away in a major. Mm -hmm. Ah. (laughs) One more, one more from you, Stephen. Feed the world. Let them know. I just know the basic one. <laughs> There's no need to be afraid. Go, Abby. Go, Abby. Okay, this is an easy one. And if you don't get this, then I don't know. Okay, I've got one. I think this one's pretty easy too. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Yeah. So what fun activities can you do around Christmas time to try and lighten the mood if you're not having the best of time try and make something so i see 
I see somebody in the youth advisory board social make cookies and stuff. I can't make cookies. I can't make pancakes to save my life. I'll burn them. <laughs> but I think if people do things like that, I think that's pretty cool. You know, try something different. And I would say definitely try bake like cookies or bake a cake or something. I also like to bake, but I go and give them to the lodges near me because I will never eat everything I ever bake. Um, there's too much of it when I mm. bake. So yeah, baking and like, I like just making others happy. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I, I really like shopping Christmas presents for other people. Like one of my love languages is like gift giving. So like, I love like when I know I've got like the perfect gift for someone. It's just like really nice. I try and I do themed that. presents every year, which also makes it more fun as well. So this year for people, I've taken like I've got photographs of them and I've got presents related to the photograph just because it's something different and yeah that's how I like doing it to round off the yab year um is on a Christmas dinner if you were to choose one potato for the Christmas dinner what would it be I know it's all about young people first right but please can I go I mean yeah I do not deviate from what I said six months ago. It's a full-on roast potato. A good, fluffy roast potato. Thank you, please, and a kind regard. I love roast potatoes, but I prefer mashed potato. So, what? I see, I usually have roast and mashed potato on a roast dinner because I don't have I it just... often. So, when I do, I go full out. But... On a Christmas dinner. On a Christmas dinner, I'll have roast potato and mashed potato. I have both. Yeah, but if I only had to choose one, I'd have to drop the roast potato and it'd be mashed potato. Oh, I'd have to choose roast potatoes all the way. Because, like, it's just like a big chip, isn't it? I would say, I would say roast potato as well. But um, I feel like this year, if I had the option of getting... I would like dolphin mask. For me, I'm going to throw a new one in the mix. It's between roast and boiled for me. If I had to come down to it, I would pick roast, but I am very partial to a boiled potato on a roast dinner. I think they go really nicely when they're cooked nice with the gravy. They're really nice. But you can't. Oh, you see, I am a boiled potato hater. Yeah, I'm Excuse with you, me? Ethan. I'm like really not into a boiled potato, and What's it just tastes them? like water. I'm certainly not on a Christmas dinner, but Joe, I respect your. I mean, it's all right know. when it's got gravy with it. I'll give it that. But I'm like, unique. I would never choose anything like. But right, when I would you never choose it over anything. on a boiled potato. Right, correct me if I'm wrong. Right, when you have a boiled potato and you pour some hot gravy on, it just turns to mashed potato anyway. No. Okay, it disintegrates a bit. Yeah. A little bit, but not that much. Like slushy what boiled stuff? potatoes have you been having that they turn to mash <laughs> when you pour gravy on them? Overboiled, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. That's what's put me off for life for boiled potatoes. I mean, you know. All right, um, I mean, boiled potatoes are all right in like potato salad, but I wouldn't have them in anything oh, else. I really out of choice. Boiled potatoes in a potato salad or boiled potatoes with butter and mint, also very good. I love a good cheesy mash as well. Oh. That's dirty mash. That's called dirty mash, that is. Dirty mash and one, two. 
with like lots and lots of butter my parents always complained whenever I made dinner because I used too much butter in the mash but like honestly it makes it taste better so why are you complaining so thank you everyone for a great year uh and thank you for listening to the podcast throughout the year we hope you'll continue to listen to it in the future um we've got a lot of stuff coming in next year um so yeah I'll hand over to Abby to talk a bit more about that Thank you. So next year we will be covering the 12 youth standards and we will be going across the whole of St Basil's, getting everyone involved. So please come back in January to listen to the first podcast all on the first standard. Have a good year, everyone. Merry Christmas. Youth voice. I love it. Speak up for change. Youth voice. Youth voice. Speak up for change. I have to say it all day. Youth voice, speak up for change. Speak up for change. Youth voice, I love it. It's great. I could say it all day. One, two, three. Just remember that chair's as squeaky as anything as well. Squeaky, squeaky. Squeaky, squeaking. So when a young person is successful in getting their own property, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Youth voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need a I cue. didn't know you was going to start. <laughs>